What's up, everybody? I am Travis Tate. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of This Freaking Show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. Guys, it is a, uh, it's quite, it's quite the, uh, hellhole of, uh, of a 2020 that we're living in. It really is. It is like, and there, there's, there's been so many times in my life I've used the term dumpster fire to explain things and never has been more accurate than what has occurred so far this year. Right. It's never been, it's never been actually, like it was hyperbolic before, just ridiculous mm-hmm. and silly, but now it's like real. Yeah, I don't even know what that word means. I'm going to agree with you because you went to college. <laughs> but guys, if um if you haven't had a chance yet, um make sure you check out uh, some of the sponsors. If you notice, we're not doing the sponsors at the beginning of the show now because we pre-recorded our sponsor plugs and they're going to be thrown in throughout the course of this episode. That's right. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that to happen. So make sure you guys tune in, or not not, not tune in, but stay tuned for the uh, plugs and stuff because those sponsors are what helping keeping this show moving forward. I'm actually really excited too because now we have uh, segues in and out of interviews with um, some of our guests that we're going to have lined up here in a couple weeks. Looking forward to that. Right, right. It's been a while since we've had a guest on the show. It's been a long time. I'm. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, outside of Sarge, we did a Sarge on the show uh, a little bit ago. Well, I guess he kind of popped ago. in. Yeah, he kind of popped in on uh, – we didn't invite him. He just showed up. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to having guests so I can practice my my sniffles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I miss an awkward Kyle and Morgan every day. Right? Same. Yeah. Joe, uh, you want to start out with uh, That Freaking Happened? Get that uh, done out of the way. I do. I'm so ready for it. So one of my favorite things actually happened. uh, We're recording today on March 31st. Uh, Mm -hmm. In 1933, on March 31st, the Civilian Conservation Corps was was founded. Uh, Unemployed men and youths were organized into a quasi-military group, and they worked outdoors in national parks and forests. Basically, uh, it was a a, a, uh, a way to help offset the depression by paying people to do things that the country needed, um, you know, especially in terms of, of setting up national parks and creating green spaces where people could relax and go on vacation uh, when the economy got going again. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So it's a really, really cool program. It's It was uh, uh, it really lifted a lot of people out of poverty back then. So especially people who who maybe couldn't be involved in the military for some reason or other, uh, they could get involved in this. So it was neat. That seems like a very upbeat and positive thing to uh, share with us, Joe. Let's try it. Yeah. Cool. Let me tear that down for you. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) May 31st, 1993, Brandon Lee killed while filming his death scene. The actor. Right. God, see, look look how I 180 that shit. That's what 2020 did. Right? That's that's the most 2020 thing ever. Here's a little glimmer of hope. Here's that hope getting fucked in the butt. (laughs) The actor Brandon Lee is killed when filming his death scene in the movie The Crow, when a prop gun accidentally fires a real bullet. Instead of buying commercial dummy bullets, the crew made their own by removing the bullets from live rounds, removing the gunpowder, and then reinserting the bullets. However, the primer was left in the round, when the dummy rounds were used in a scene prior to the death scene, the gun was fired and the primer had enough force to repel the bullet into the gun's barrel. Brandon Lee's death scene was filmed later with the same gun, but using blank cartridges. A blank has the same gunpowder charge as an actual round, but no bullet. When the blank fired, it discharged the bullet that was previously lodged in the barrel with nearly the same force as an actual gunshot. Brandon was hit in the abdomen and died at the hospital. The movie was finished using a double and special effects and has become a cult classic. Brandon was a son of martial artist Bruce Lee. Dang. I didn't... Oh, that's so interesting. I knew it was Bruce Lee's son for some reason, but I didn't realize it was... Was he the main character in The Crow? I don't fucking... I've never seen oh, that okay. movie. Yeah, I mean... I want to say yes. You know who would be helpful here is Colin. Right? (laughs) And I know Colin, this is Colin's favorite movie. He's disgusted. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Brandon Lee was, uh, the crow. I think he was like the legit guy. Right. Oh man, that's wild. I didn't know that. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Speaking on death, uh, while we're on the subject, uh, for those of you who haven't heard, um, we lost a, uh, a country singer this week and it actually, uh, passed away due to the coronavirus. So. Say that again, sir. We lost a country singer, Joe. Oh yeah, Jeff, uh, I forgot his last name. Diffie? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I Joe Diffie. Yeah, well you're close enough. Um, yeah, uh, they, they determined that he died due to complications of the coronavirus. Yep. So, uh, same day as his passing, I saw a meme that happened to have Joe Biden in it and said Corona took the wrong Joe. So, uh, that was morbid. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, feel bad about that. Not that bad about it. Not that bad about it. Um, no, uh, but Joe, uh, since, since we're on the topic of Brendan Lee, and we're going to talk about, we're, I, and like kind of mentioned before we started recording, we're kind of just going to take this episode to kind of, uh, mention some guests that we had, because we do this about, uh, once a season, kind of mention the guests that we've had in the past and everything, and, um, kind of share what we know, what they've been up to, and, uh, just kind of a little banter a little bit, because I do have, uh, some big news about, uh, some upcoming Freaknet Studio stuff. But do you know of any other actors that you can think of off the top of your head that also died during uh, filming of their uh, movies? Just kind of stay on this morbid uh, subject. Not off the top of my head, but I know it it used to happen uh, with with relative frequency back when um, uh, they didn't invent before blanks were invented. uh, They used live bullets in like westerns and stuff, so it happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Walker. He died during filming the movie? Yeah. Oh, I just thought he died, like, separately from the movie, like on his way home or something. No, they used, uh, the, his brother was actually uh, a fill-in for him because, uh, I don't know if they're twins, it just really looked like. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Clark Gable as well. Really? Yeah. Huh. Keith Fletcher. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like killed, like no, during, not killed on scene, like on but set. Died during. Oh, I see, filming. I see. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, I still Phillips, can't think of any, but <laughs> you've, you've named Hoffman. all the ones I would have thought of. Yeah, feel, feel that guy. That guy. A blee, a blat, a blip. Uh, <laughs> all right, Joe. Um. Well, We'll just dive in. We'll talk about some of our freaking guests that we've had over the past, uh, got, what season are we on? Season four? I don't even, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Feels you right. Sh- you should know, Joe. I know, but yeah. I don't. Well, we're in, yeah, no, we are in season four. I know we're in season four because we're in our fifth year of recording and we're still stuck in season four. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's a good way yeah. to put it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're rolling right over to, uh, our five year anniversary here in, uh, I think August. Nice. Mm hmm. So, uh, I'm gonna bring up some of the guests that we've had over the last four years. Uh, some of them I know, some of them you know. And, um, I'm just gonna name one, and, uh, if either one of us know kind of what they have going on in their lives currently, we'll mention it. If not, then we'll apologize and get them back on to figure out what they've been up to. Perfect. So let's start with our first guest that we ever had, and that was GCR. Oh, he's, uh, he's doing well. I think he's, uh, home now on the, uh, the coronavirus, uh, I want to call it coronavirus layaway for some reason. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's laid off just the lockdown, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing pretty well. Yeah, same old, same old. Still doing Geekcast Live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still and doing, uh, I think, Movie Podcast Weekly. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Movie Podcast League, Weekly and, uh, GCL, that's part of a network, correct? Like, Movie Week, Movie Network? Yeah, the Movie, Movie Podcast Network, yes. Yeah. Uh, Entropy slash Johnny Tryhard. Um, if you guys don't remember, Entropy, uh, did the original theme song for the podcast that we used for season one and season two. Uh, since then, they changed their name to Johnny Tryhard. They, uh, still do some music and they still play 
around the area, uh, mainly Kinky area, I believe. Uh, not as much as they used to, but they're still around. Uh, Graham, zombie expert. Z-Pac expert, because I didn't know Z-Pac was really a thing. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what he's up to. I know he's still around, though. Doesn't uh, He doesn't respond to my shit, so mm-hmm. fuck him. Yep. <laughs> Kneecap him. <laughs> yeah, uh, F and Epic. F and Epic we were supposed to have on the, uh, sh- um, he, they were on back in, uh, season one. We we're actually supposed to have Cody, who's the lead singer of F and Epic, back on the podcast at the beginning of the season. It's just, uh, there was a conflict in scheduling, but we're gonna get him back on the show. But he actually sings for like three bands now, I think. Oh, dang. Nice. Yeah. Great way to hedge your bets as a singer. If one of your bands is successful, you're great. Right. He's crushing it. He is fucking crushing it. He stays busy doing what he loves to do. That's great. Uh, Geekcast Bass. Uh, he's doing, he's getting married, uh, in October. Good for him. Yeah. He's the last of you four, huh? Yep. Yep. Taking the plunge. Nice. Now, is he doing anything besides Geekcast Live? Uh, no, I think just, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I think he's, uh, I, I couldn't tell you what his handle is, but I believe he's on Twitch. Um, oh. sometimes. So he, he streams video games while he's playing them. Uh, he's also been getting back into Magic, the Gathering, the card game. And I, I believe that he's going to be, uh, he's planning to, to go pro again. Which is cool. He hasn't done that in a long time. Go pro and what? A Magic uh, the Gathering? Magic the Gathering, yeah. People pay uh a lot of money to enter um to be part of tournaments and uh you can if you if you go all the way to the championship you can win like a million bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. Playing playing a card game that we used to play at lunch at the nerd table. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kinda neat. Uh, we have my buddy Joe on the same episode that uh, Geekcast Base was on. We actually uh, spent the entire episode talking about Marvel. So uh, he still works at the company I used to work at. Nothing too special about Joe. Uh, Hilton Ruiz, Ruiz, uh, the producer and writer of uh, Zombie with a Shotgun. That's actually someone who reached out to us to come back on the show, so that's definitely going to happen here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Zombie with a Shotgun movie was finally released. Uh, it is. So guys, Yes, oh, we got to get him back on and talk to him. Oof, we are three months late. <laughs> yeah. Feel a little bit bad about that. Yeah, well, now we definitely got to reach back out to him. Uh, I feel, CJ's feel Tim- worse about that than about my Joe Biden dig. <laughs> uh, CJ Standoff, too. We uh, we got to get, uh, get a hold of him and get him back on here. Oh, yeah, he's doing he's doing great. I still get emails from him every once in a while with updates about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've, they've released some more... Um, rebirth of a gangster, and I believe he is—he's uh, no longer a teacher. Um, he's, yeah, I think, he's full-time creator. Yeah, I think the last time he was on, uh, he talked about how he left that profession. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really—I'm—I'm I'm excited to see, like you know, kind of like where the ending of uh, Rebirth of a Gangster goes, and also the um, the the new stuff that he has uh, coming oh, out. Yeah, I'm real excited about that. Uh, Super Casey, the first cosplayer we actually had on the show. Uh, I'm actually trying to get, uh, what the fuck did I call it? Like a cosplaying series, uh, going again. Like last year, when it was just, uh, me riding solo here for a bit when we kind of came back from a hiatus, I did this whole series where, like, I, I interviewed Super Casey, Oh My Sophie, or, no, I'm sorry, Super Casey, Siren Ray, Kitsukami, and Night Mage. Um, next week, uh, I, I hate fucking doing this, so I'm going to do it anyways. Next week, oh, my Sophie's going to be on the show. Nice. I don't and think I'm, I've ever been on the show with her. Well, let me tell you, Joe, neither have I, and I've been trying to do that shit for two years. <laughs> I thought she was on the show once. Was she not, not? Not oh, my Sophie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've been trying, I've been trying to get oh, my Sophie on this show for at least a year, and every time we try to do it, something happens where it doesn't really, like, pan out. But I have a lot of faith that uh, next week we're going to have her on the show. Uh, we, it's going to fucking happen. 
Yeah. So really excited for that to, uh, to take place. Uh, but Super Casey's still doing cosplaying. Obviously, with the whole uh, pandemic going on, uh, conventions are not really happening. So. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day that I'm sure is coming soon when I'm going to hear the Gen Con's been canceled. Mm. Well, they just extended uh, the uh, the stay-in ordinance uh, for Illinois, right? Yep. It's the end of April or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. April 30th. Yeah. Clint, I'm not sure if you ever heard of Clint. But, uh, what? I haven't heard from him in forever. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if you know who he is. He's only been on the show a couple of times. Is this a different Clint than the Vengeful Jedi? No, this is definitely the Vengeful Jedi. He's been oh. on the show about a dozen fucking times. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you were being sarcastic, and I didn't I pick was up on it. Totally. Um, no, it's weird though because I actually spoke to him uh, last week for the first time in like a month or so. Which me and Clint really don't go that long without talking. Uh, Geek, Geek Dick Pod is on a current hiatus as they try to reformat and restructure their podcast, but he is doing a lot of uh, Twitch. I believe he's on Twitch doing uh, videos and stuff. Gotcha. But. He he was wondering when uh, we're gonna do the next uh, freaking flicks, so hopefully that's coming up soon, so we can do some uh, re, um, what was it fucking? How do we how would we describe it? A rematch? Like no. a re we we remake movies with uh plot oh right right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 a lot of fun. If you guys haven't seen one of those, uh, he was on season three episode forty six twenty four twenty one thirteen forty eight. Just fucking find one. He's on there. Uh, you again, web series. I don't think exists anymore, but they were on our show. Oh yeah, yeah, they were good. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. Leslie Tom, country singer, huge fan. Mm-hmm. She What's actually, she up to? Uh, you know what? I I know she did a lot of touring last year. Uh, she was getting a new CD. Um, it, she actually sent me a card. Nice. Yeah, she sent me a Happy New Year's card um, for 2020, uh, which is right next to uh, my thank you postcard that she sent me from when she was on the show last time. Nice. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. I love your enthusiasm and support of my music. Best wishes to you, Colin and Joe, for continued success at this freaking show. Very good. But she also sent me an album, so I was really happy to get that CD. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, dreams come true. Freedom Bash playing for the troops at Shaw Air Force Base in South Carolina. 2019 Texas tour with John Macy, Alexa Trejo, Leslie Tom, Lindsey Brown, Todd Moore. 2019 Academy of Western Artists Pure Country Female Vocalist of the Year. So, nice. love Leslie. Definitely going to get her on again soon. Uh, oh, it's always fun talking to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear, still doing Fifth Cast, not doing Fear Cast. Uh, he has uh, his YouTubes where he's, like, driving with Fear. Uh, so it's kind of him driving around talking. Nice. Uh, Lisa, the owner of Fiber Bar and Grill. Uh, I feel so bad for the Fiber Bar and Grill right now, being close to this whole thing. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, I did find uh, I did find out today when I looked on uh, Facebook, kind of see you know, how everything's going up here, tone business wise, and um, I see that she's going to release uh, some uh, cooking videos. Oh, yeah, very good. I think one of her cooks are doing it, but what she's gonna do is she's gonna show people how to take simple recipes and turn it into like various like meals and stuff. And what she's going to do is the food that uh, she prepares, she's going to donate to uh, a local family who's in need of, like, meals and stuff. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah. So if you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you check out the Fire Pit Bar and Grill on Facebook. Uh, it's in here. It's down in Piatone, Illinois. So if you ever get a chance, you happen to drive down 57 on uh, – Exit 327, hop off and check out the Fiber Bar and Grill. Awesome burgers and great food. Burgers and beer uh, for just uh, $7.99 Mondays. Uh, wings, 75 cents on Tuesdays. Bingo on Thursdays. And then they got game night here on Fridays. Happy hours, 4 to 7, Monday through Friday. The following program at Freaknet Studios is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now, it's no secret that the man's most prized possession also happens to be the most sensitive part of his body. 
Balls are prone to sweat, odor-causing bacteria, and irritation. Upgrade your balls game with quality products formulated to keep your skin healthy and fresh. Guys, that is where BallWash.com comes in. Go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the variety of products they have as well as kits and subscriptions they have available for you. And when you hit that checkout button and you go to pay for that order, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout. It will save you 15% on your entire order. That's right, BallWash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Uh, Chris, Chris Picker, MMA fighter. I don't think he does MMA too much anymore, though. No. But we did have him on the show. I don't, was it, was that during the, not hiatus? No, that was, this was season one. This is oh, the, man, I don't even remember this one. guy. Oh, I feel so bad. Sorry, Chris. M- MMA fighter. The only MMA fighter we ever interviewed? I do not remember. I feel so bad about it. Well, in your uh, defense, this was four years ago. Yeah. I've slept a lot since then. Yeah. Uh, Infinite Monkeys. Oh yeah, they're, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I think they have on their website, which should be infinitemonkeys.com, um, Infinite Monkeys Games probably actually. Um, I'm gonna look it up right now. But I believe that they have released a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a, uh, a free to play, um, what do you, what do you call it? A, uh, just a an adventure that lets you explore their system for the first time in the hopes that you will uh buy into their bigger rule book when they get that done finally. These are the guys that um taught uh was talking with me about uh doing some a uh, like a like a World of Warcraft and not a World of Warcraft kind of game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really gotta get on gotta get on top of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't Brian- know if they're I don't know that they're up to it right now, but Oh well, we'll 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 note them down to get them back in the show just to see what they've been up to. For sure. Uh Brian Lau, comic creator, uh the creator of Staunch Ambition. I haven't heard too much about him, but I definitely want to get uh get him back on here. He was uh, a lot of fun to talk to. Him and uh this other guy coming up here shortly. Uh M and K Productions, the crew from the Expecting. I don't know too much about them. I'll probably have to look up them and see what they've been up to. Jay Sandland, comic creator, uh, creator of the novel comics, Ultimate History. Now, this was a guy who created, like, those, like, um, like, forefather-esque kind of, uh, comics, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I haven't heard too much about him either. You know, it's weird. I know I follow these people on Facebook, but I've never seen anything get posted on it. Yeah, a lot uh, of them don't post anything, I don't think. Yeah. Matt and Jordan, crew from We Make Movies, they're a lot of fun to talk to. I actually remember watching this movie. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. There's another one I think just came out shortly after this. Um, But unfortunately, when uh, he was scheduled to come back out, we're on our hiatus. And I haven't really heard from him since. But, well, I'll get hold of him. Jordan, mostly. No, Matt right. Torrey. Wait. Uh, yeah, Matt Torrey. Matt Torrey is the, uh, production, the producer of it. Uh, Jordan Troch, comic creator, uh, he's the creator of the Fallen Manga Studios, avid writer and up and coming, uh, cosplayer. I haven't heard much from him I either. Heard from him and, and since we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Sally, Salvagers. He actually posts a lot of shit. He does. He's always, he's all over the place all the time at different cons and mm-hmm. I think Kickstarters. I'll, other than, uh, I want to say CJ Standall, other than him, he's like the most active like comic creator that's been on our show. I'd agree with that. Uh, James Dermond, author of uh, Doorway to the Unseen. I thought there was supposed to be a second one coming up, but I'm not really sure. Yeah. But we're going to have to get a hold of him during uh, this freaky show. I That'd be great. I right. agree. Weirdings Podcast uh, is no longer around, which is unfortunate. Yep. Uh, Night Mage, one of the cosplayers, uh, we think uh, he's been on the show twice. Uh, once with us, and another time uh, it was just me. Still doing his cosplaying, still doing a lot for uh, charities and helping people out and everything. Um, he is actually... Uh, um. We're trying to work out a schedule to have him back on the show uh, here in the next couple of weeks. I got to talk to you about some dates and stuff that he's available to try to make that work. So we'll figure that out. 
Uh, Blaine White from Steam Hollow Brewing, the owner of Steam Hollow Brewing. Uh, when he, we did this show, he wasn't open yet. Now he is open and completely fucking successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess technically not open now because of the pandemic, but he's still brewing beer and he's still selling it as, uh, from pickup, like drive up and pickup and stuff like that. Yeah, I gotta get down there and get myself a growler. Yeah, Colin's, uh, I think Colin's there at least once a month with his lady friend. Oh, nice. Yeah, a lot of good, a uh, lot of good uh, beer choices. A lot of he creates a lot of good alcohols, and uh, the food, the food concept's really cool there because they don't have a kitchen. What they do is they have a food truck that pulls in because it's in like an industrial park kind of thing, and they remodeled it to have like a steampunk kind of like decor. Mm-hmm. But uh, the food truck pulls in the back garage door and pulls up to the side of the bar, and you can just go up to the food truck and buy food. Nice, I like yeah. that. Uh, Kevin Goatee, uh, comedian from Comics Watching Comics. Uh, we had him on the show a couple of times. I think he said, I think what, uh, Comic Watch Comics has like seven seasons now. Uh, available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy, she's still podcasting, Low Geek Gloss and the podcast and everything. So she's still doing her thing up in Canada. Simon Ray cosplayer, uh, not doing too much because of the pandemic, but she's still out and about doing her cosplaying stuff and getting stuff ready for this year. Uh, Kitsukami, uh, formerly known as Limitless Disguise cosplay. She's still doing cosplaying. Jackie, the keto coach, uh, the girl I had on the podcast, uh, last February, where I did the oh, entire yeah. keto series in the month of February. She's still doing her, uh, her Facebook page, uh, I know she at one point was discussing possibly doing a uh, podcast uh, committed completely to keto dieting. Um, I know that's on the back burner for the moment, but uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that she does do that one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Uncle Andy was on. We talked about baseball. Uh, that was oh, really yeah. Fun. Sarge uh, was on the podcast a couple of times. Obviously, you guys know Sarge. He's the host of uh, The Gray Area, part of Freaknut Studios. And last but not least, Julianne Block, film creator. Uh, she uh, was on the show actually not too long ago, towards the end of season three. Uh, actually, I got a hold of her and got to get her back on the show. I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I really don't think I am. I don't know. I feel like you got everybody, but I also feel the same way. Like there, there's just so many people we've had. It's we've had a lot of good guests. I, I had almost forgotten. You know, when you sit there and you scroll through, like, the entire list, because they're all listed on thisfreakingshow.com, so if you guys ever get a chance and want to, just go to thisfreakingshow.com, go to our freaking guest list, and they're all listed there, and there's links to pretty much wherever you can find anybody's information, websites, Facebook pages, IMDBs, and stuff like that. <laughs> I encourage you guys to do that and uh, check that out. But, yeah, when you sit there and scroll through, I mean, like, you know, and it's not even like they were here, like, one and done. A lot of these people have come back. Yeah. So it's really cool to have, like, recurring uh, guests and everything. I mean, obviously, uh, Jackie was on for four straight episodes. Sarge was on for about four episodes. Night Mage was on for two. Uh, Clint was on for, like, fucking 15 of them. CJ was here for about six of them. So it's really cool to, like, kind of get these same, like, old guests back. And just follow up on like what they've been up to and how they've been doing and shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I look forward to catching up with some of them. It'll be really good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think um, it'll be cool to get a lot of them back on here, especially like some of them from like season one and season two that we haven't talked to in a few years. Just kind of like catch up with them, uh, and even like ones from like the end of season, you know, four. You know, like just I mean, obviously because the last time we let off, some of them had a lot of projects going on. So it'll be nice to see where they uh, kind of left off from that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Ah, uh, God, what do you want to talk about now, Joe? What can we talk about now? I don't even know. I can tell you what I'm freaking on this week and not in a way we're not to, there to yet. end the episode. We're, but. we're not even there yet. We're I know. We're not there yet. Hey, I tell you, I, I know oh. you've, uh, you've probably been talking for a really long time from your own perspective, but... uh I liked your suggestion for our Follow the Star Award, and and I liked your reasoning, and I thought maybe you could share it this month. Oh yeah, I don't. I, I'm not gonna lie, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, guys, if you don't remember uh, the Follow the Star Award, we try to do like towards the end of the month, or beginning of the beginning of the month, and everything. Try to give a give an award out to somebody who um, either positively or negatively achieved something, uh, like Skype. 
Skybiz uh, received our award. Oh, uh, well, I think multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this month uh, I wanted to do something special, and uh, Cartoon Joe agreed with me. Uh, this month's uh, recipient is uh, going to be actually my mother, uh, Sue, Mama earned Sue. Earned it. Earned it. Completely earned it. Uh, and uh, a couple of reasons. First off, she's my mom. I mean, she's an absolutely amazing person, uh, Joey's stepmother. Uh, she went out of her way without without having to be begged. She, she, it was a simple question. Uh, we have a neighbor. And, uh, their daughter works, uh, in, uh, healthcare. I'm not sure exactly where she works. I'm not sure if it's like a, like a, uh, like a hospital or like a, a senior, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's some kind of like healthcare. She works in healthcare. And if you guys watch the news or hear anything about this whole pandemic going on, you know, there's a, uh, there, everyone's low or for some reason are running out of masks, which blows my fucking mind to think that that's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how places aren't like completely stocked and staffed. Well, hey, whatever. Um, so my mom heard about it, and she made uh, our neighbor's daughter a couple masks, and they asked if she could possibly make any more. <clears throat> so my mom did without you know any hesitation. Uh, my mom, had, my, she's a huge fan of sewing and knitting or crocheting or whatever the fuck it is that she made this awesome blanket for me. Um. But she went ahead and she made like uh, over a dozen of these uh, masks that uh, she could wear now to work and everything. And they got her a bottle of wine to say thank you and everything. So that was really cool. So uh, shout out to my mom. Congrats on uh, winning the award. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah. So I think it was, I think it's really cool for because it's. We've talked about it several times on this uh on this show for the past month about people doing more for others, especially mm-hmm. at this time. Um, whether it be like shopping locally, you know, at a at a like a fucking like small business and stuff like that to help keep them in business, but also helping out your community. Um Game On, uh Bar and Grill here in Piatone actually did a uh Kind of like a soup day for seniors where they made a bunch of soup and had it delivered to, uh, seniors who can't leave their homes. And they, it was weird because like, you know, in my mind, it just seems like a simple like idea, like make soup, package the soup and deliver the soup. But for sure. they wanted, they wanted to do everything the right way. And, uh, so they got to, they, they got certified to deliver soup during the pandemic. And that's a real thing. There's actually a certificate that says, like to deliver food during coronavirus pandemic. It's, it's really, weird. yeah. So that's huh. a real thing. Um, the people who delivered the food, who were delivering the food for them, uh, when they showed up, they were given, uh, gloves to wear. They were given disinfectant wipes to clean the vehicle that the food was going in. All of the, uh, food that was packaged was packaged by cleaned gloved hands. Um, so they took every precaution they could to make sure that all the food that they were delivering was handled extremely carefully and uh, without any kind of uh, cross-contamination of any sort. Um, it's small things like that. And then, like I mentioned about Lisa from Fiber Bar Girl, what she's going to do. She's finding a way to keep her business relevant, but at the same time trying to help out um, a local family in need. So, um it's cool to see things like that happening. Joe, I'm sure it's happening up by you as well. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, for those things that happen, it it shows that society isn't really as shitty as we think it is. Right. Absolutely. People are people are pretty good, it turns out. <laughs> when, yeah. when push comes to shove, we, we do take care of each other. Yeah. So, um, so congrats to mom for uh, winning the award. Uh, you deserve it. And plus, you know, it is the last day, as we record, it's the last day of Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, we'll just carry uh, carry the spirit on into April as we continue on our uh, our shut-ins and everything. Oh, I, I almost forgot to mention, I might have corona. Uh, oh, no. I don't know how, that, don't know how this slipped my mind, but uh, that could be a thing. So I really don't fucking know, but um, maybe. I hope not. That would suck. I hope not either. I, and that's the thing too. Like I went into work today, and I find out rumored, rumored, not saying there is, 
But it could be three people that have Corona at my work. Uh, mm. They're not there. They they were not at work today. Uh, one believes it's just uh, a uh, uh, a respiratory infection, which uh, I I mean that's fucking Corona, but whatever. One of the people that could potentially have Corona was somebody I worked closely with with all day on Friday. Um, I was fine all day at work today, but. The people I was working with kept looking at me like I was sick or I was ill. And they kept asking me, like, Travis, are you sick? And I'm like, no. It's like, if you're sick, you should go home. I'm like, I'm not. I feel fine. Blah, blah. And they actually went to the boss and told uh, the boss that uh, that I looked like I was sick, that I wasn't feeling well. So, I mean, he came up and asked me. He's like, you okay, Travis? And I said, yeah. He's like, okay, well, I keep hearing that you're not feeling well. I'm like, I feel fine. And the people I'm working with are getting kind of pissed at me because they're thinking I'm lying to them. And I'm like, I'm not lying. I feel fine. Right. You know, I cough a little bit and everything, but I'm a smoker. It happens. Right. You know? Yeah. So just for the hell of it, I went to the I went to the store to uh, grab a thermometer because I don't own one. I'm fucking 30 years old. I'm a single guy. What do I need a fucking thermom- a thermometer for? Right. Um, picked one up. Uh, my temperature's at 99.5. So uh, I don't know what the fuck that means. So I messaged. Yeah. Uh, I took a picture of it. And sent it to uh, three of my healthcare uh, friends, uh, yeah. Becca, Lauren, and uh, Sherry. And I said, hey, is this normal? And they all asked the same shit. So I realized that no matter where you live, because one lives in Kentucky, one lives in southern Illinois, one lives in northern Illinois, you pretty much learn the same idea of what to fucking ask when you first get this question. And it was simple. Do you have shortness of breath and, uh, you know, uh, what the fuck was it? And coughing a lot or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, but it's probably because I'm a smoker. And I also, I, it's very common for me to get bronchitis. I get it twice a year. Mm-hmm. Almost like clockwork. Asthmatic bronchitis. Yeah. Which turns out that if you have bronchitis, you're more, in, uh, what's the word? Separable? Inseparable? Perceptible? What's the word? Um, more oh, likely man. to. Yeah, yeah. You're more like you're more likely to get coronavirus. There we go. You're more likely to get fucking corona because you have bronchitis. Right. That I didn't know. Oh yeah. So it made me a little bit nervous. Uh, they all told me the same thing. Check your uh, temperature in the morning, and if it seems pretty high, because ninety nine point five does appear to be high, unless oh. it's you know, I guess it kind of depends on your uh, your base temperature. Oh. So like, if you're if you're base like core temperature, your basic whatever. Yeah. Your normal temperature is like a 97, 99.5 is pretty high. Yeah. If you're around a 98, not so much. Yeah. Um, I have a I have a pretty consistent, perfect 98.6. Right. See, I don't know what mine is. I have no fucking clue because the only time I ever get my temperature checked is when uh, I'm uh, when I go to the fucking doctor and I don't have insurance, so I don't fucking go to the fucking yeah. doctor. There was there was a little while there where I got strep throat like every couple of months. Yeah, and so like it was like uh, I need to check my temperature to know whether or not I need to go to the emergency room. I got you. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to say because I don't know if they ever shared my uh, my my temperature reading with me. I want to say that number ninety seven pops into my head a lot. Gotcha. So I want to say it's like a mid ninety seven. Sure. So nine so nine nine point five. It's a low fever, but it's not a severe fever. Right. Uh, I believe the CDC says 100.4 is that kind of that threshold. Mm-hmm. And that's what my work goes off of. If you're 100.4 and over, you don't come in. You wait until it drops below, and then you come in 24 hours after that. So I'm going to check my temperature tomorrow. Uh, a lot of my friends say that if it doesn't go down or if it does go up or you still feel, like, symptomy, go to the doctor, which I'm very hesitant on going on because I don't have the insurance to do it. Right, but testing is free, so uh, I hear I can get tested for Corona for free. It's mm-hmm. just treatment's not free, right? But whatever. So uh, there's a possibility that that could be a thing. Um, as far as I know, I don't believe I have it. But at the same time, I'm not a fucking doctor, right? This freaking show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like, uh, if you'd like to read as much as I do, if you enjoy a good book, head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. 
Maybe you don't like to read. Maybe you like to have things read to you. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and you will get a 30-day free trial plus your first credit toward a free book. Uh, I recommend during this this time of extended uh, uh, staying at home to, to pick something longer, something really good, maybe something by Stephen King. Maybe check out The Stand or It or any of the Dark Tower books. Anything in that category, you're going to find something that's at least 30 to 40 hours long, which is going to get you through a whole week of listening. Um, so head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today. So, uh, what were we talking about anyways? Uh, your mom winning the Fallout Star Award, I think. Yeah, what was after that? You wanted to do your, uh, your freaking thinking, but you, uh, you, you mentioned something else. I don't remember. Crushed it, Joe. Uh, Sorry. Well, before, no, you're fine. Before we dive into that, though, um, I just want to remind all you guys that if you have yet to pick up any of this freaking show merchandise, it is available at tpublic.com just by searching TFS. It's a Freaknet Studio store where you can pick up all your this freaking show merchandise. Check it out. Help out the podcast, especially in these hard times, uh, which not because of Corona, but just because, uh, you know, we should always struggle. It's who we are. Right? I, I'd be surprised if we never struggled, but pick up your merch. Get a Cartoon Joe t-shirt. Why the fuck not? Do it. Do it. Um, but speaking of uh, Freaknet Studios, uh, guys, um, you know, fuck it. I, I, I think this is more of a freaking thinking thing. So, Joe, what are you freaking thinking? I am freaking thinking about Tiger King God on damn Netflix. It. Excellent. Uh, which I've been waiting, I've been waiting the whole show to talk about. <laughs> um, it is, it is the best show you absolutely don't need to see. <laughs> like, I finished it and was like, why did I watch all of that? But Netflix is really good at documentaries and it was incredibly compelling. The, the guy, uh, Joe Exotic is just, the only word I could think of is incredible. He is, let me, let me find the description that nails it. A gun-toting, gay, redneck, polygamous, wild animal-owning meth head. My God. <laughs> Holy shit. Who earned 19% of the votes for governor of Oklahoma in 2016, or 2018, whatever whatever year it was. <laughs> and it's just, it's every every five minutes that show gets crazier. Now, what what is the show about? So With people he, owning cats. He owns a a zoo in o- or owned. He owned a zoo in Oklahoma uh with 227 tigers, some bears, some wolves, some other things. And what you would do is uh he he would breed the tigers and you'd pay money to go into the zoo and cuddle with the cubs, the tiger cubs and like get pictures and stuff. And, uh, that's what he did for a living. And he, there's another woman, there's a woman who, who owns a, a tiger, a big cat sanctuary down in Florida, who decided that the way that he was running his zoo was unethical. And so she was gonna like go to war with him. And, and it's just an escalation from both sides. And I don't wanna, I don't wanna spoil anything. Um, but I will say that it ends with, uh, or it, it doesn't end, but it, it, it escalates to the point of him hiring a hitman to kill her. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. And every, I mean, there's, it's, this show has, it's got everything. It's got, it's got tigers. It's got, uh, 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 a gay guy with, uh, like tassel clothings and a mullet. And, uh, it's got a, a, a trans man whose arm gets ripped off and, and he goes back to work. Like five days later, because he doesn't want the uh, the the zoo to get shut down over it. It's got a dude who's a double amputee. It's got um, uh, multiple polygamist marriages. It's fuck. It's fuck crazy. God. It's the craziest thing I've ever watched. And every every like every five six minutes, I'd be like, "How can they top that?" And then they would. Do you actually get to see the man get his arm ripped off, or the? Transgender person get their arm ripped off. Uh, you don't actually see it get it. You see it happen. You see the immediate aftermath. God damn. Yeah, yeah. And then and then it cuts to him talking about it in the hospital about like 
Yeah, I could have I could have done two years of therapy to and and surgery to get my hand fixed because it was it was working when I was in the hospital. But they, they you know two years versus I get to go home tomorrow. I decided I wanted to go home tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's insane. <laughs> oh, well, if, if you're I'm stuck at home to... and you got nothing yeah. else to do, it's it's worth that. But you're gonna finish it. And you're gonna be like, why'd I watch that? <laughs> Oh, if I get quarantined for two weeks, then uh I know what the first thing I'm going to do is. Oh, yeah. Shotgun that with your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Um, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned it on the show. I believe I have. Um, The whole point of Freaknet Studios is to grow, not only to help each other build up, but to grow Freaknet Studios as a whole. And one of the things I wanted to do with it was create a um another podcast. And uh Joe, I know I've talked to you about it before. Oh, yeah. I know I've talked to all of us about it, but I don't know if I ever spoke about it on the podcast before. I might have done it on Doug Gray area, but I'm not really sure. Um but there was a concept I had for another podcast to where it'd be hosted by uh by women and they would uh read submitted stories about like People's like first breakups or people bad first dates or breakups and stuff like that, like real life actual stories that they'd read on the air completely anonymous, you know, to kind of, you know, for the respect for the uh, listener and um, give their like kind of points and reviews on the entire situation. Uh, this was probably like a year, um, like an idea I've had for about a year now because it was really hard to try to really find the right people f- to host it. Mm-hmm. And uh with the help of Sarge, uh, I think we did that. We found two women who uh who, whose personalities are different but blend together really well. And w- just by talking to them, I had a conference call with them this past Sunday. Kind of, I just feel really fucking responsible saying that. Like right. really, like really, really grown up. I had a conference call on Sunday. Nice. Um. You kind of like go over the idea of the show, what we wanted to do, what we we're looking for, uh, what we expected out of them as the hosts of the show. Um, and they love the idea. They're on board with it 100%. So, uh, that is going to be a thing. We don't have a name for it yet. That's going to be uh, their decision on what they want to call it. But as soon as it is, as soon as uh, everything gets set up and we get the, uh, we get the uh, social media set up and, get submissions in and everything uh freaknet studios will have their first um freaknet created uh podcast that's that's excellent so um we're gonna constantly grow um i know sarge was talking to a friend of his about coming on board of freaknet studios i haven't heard anything about that Uh, i know i talked to um Jackie, about if she ever did her keto uh, podcast, she's more welcome to join Freaknet Studios, but obviously that's kind of on the back burner thing. So I'm really excited for us to have our fourth podcast. Uh, I'm more excited to have another podcast that I don't have to be a part of because I made that really clear that I'm going to be here to produce it, but I will not host it because I already got two, and I'm happy with just two. Right? Two is enough. But yeah. I didn't mention that, you know, I have no problem guest spotting on it, like, because the whole idea originally was to have, uh, female submitted stories about, um, dates and relationships with men. But, when you do that, you kind of, um, exclude a lot of other people, like men who've had bad experiences with women, or the whole LBGTQ. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that whole group, uh, as well, you know, you know, I don't want to sit there and exclude anyone or just to pinpoint, you know, guy, uh, girls, poor experience with men. I would rather have, uh, poor experience between men and women, uh, men and men, you know, women Everybody. and women, so on, yeah, so on and so forth. And I think doing that, it brings us more together. And I like the idea of doing that rather than just pinpointing to a certain select, uh, group. Nice. So I'm really excited for that. I think it's going to help us not only grow as a network, but I think just as people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whenever this does get up and running, I, I do plan to have them on our show just to, for people to get to know them a little bit more as we dive into, because this is their first podcast. 
Like, this is going to be their first ever podcast experience. So I'm really excited to kind of, like, help them, like, dive into that, too. Because if there was anything I could do in life, this is it. I love doing this. Mm-hmm. And I love, I, I just, I just love the idea of creating shit like this. So, um, I'm really excited for it. I'm really happy for it. Um, I think I'm more excited to see a vision that I had actually, uh, come, come to fruition. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm more excited for it to happen than, uh, I think they are to actually be doing it even though I know they're excited to be doing it, but I mean, this is the, I mean, since this freaking show in JFW, I mean, this, this is actually happening. We're so, I'm going to, and that's going to be hard for me too, is like releasing that, uh, that control over it. Like nice. giving them the reins to run. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we're coming, obviously, cause I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but it's been kind of strongly applied over the last five years that when it comes to this freaking show, it's it's travesty right. and Cartoon Joe, JFW. It's travesty and Dizzle J and Dally. When it's Freaknet Studios, it's all of us, but it's led by travesty. I'm not saying that that's where it has to be, but it kind of ends up that way. And I'm okay with that. I'm I'm fine with kind of like being like the leader and everything because I mean Joe, between GCL and this, I mean you're torn between two different things. Plus you're married. Plus you have a job and everything. Right. You know, so, you know, for you to, I don't want to say sidekick. I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're my Robin. Sidekick works. Yeah. That'd, that'd be your yeah. Robin. You're my Robin. Perfect. You're my, uh, you're my, you're my, you're my, uh, teller, if you will. Oh, I like that. Right. You're my Garfunkel, bro. Thank you. That's right. very kind. I don't want you Siegfried and Roy because one of them got eaten by a tiger. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. So, right. I don't um, remember which one it was either. But but that's the biggest thing, and I I don't know if it just naturally happens that way or it's just how I am, where it just kind of like picks up and goes. But that's gonna be a hard thing is to release control of a podcast to allow someone else to do it. So, oh yeah. Um, but I'm really excited for it to happen. I'm really excited for it to uh to come together. Um, I think you'll love it. I think Sarge is gonna love it. I'm gonna love it, and I can't wait for our listeners to give it a chance and love it too. Um, because they're really excited actually to do some Podbean Live stuff, which I was doing with JFW, and I love doing it. I think we should look into be doing that one day just together for this freaking show. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a lot of fun, but long story short, that's what I'm freaking on. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. Thanks, man. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough every week for our listeners, we're going to go. If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Nice. Guys, Did I say gcl.ninja? I meant violentpress.com. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't even catch it either, man. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show, and let all your friends know that you can find our show every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean, just by searching this freaking show. Hey, if you guys have an Alexa dot or whatever the fuck that thing's called sitting right there by your bed and you don't feel like searching our podcast, all you gotta do is tell Alexa, hey Alexa, play this freaking show podcast. It will play the most recent podcast for you, because that's how cool we are. That's all I got. So, as always, I am Travis. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>